everybody. Welcome to the first official AroundTable.ca podcast. I'm your host, Phil, with my colleagues, Stephen, uh, Dino, my brother Dino, and Johnny. Uh, we're here to to review movies for you for the, the summer uh, movie madness um, coming up. Uh, summer is always a big blockbuster um, blockbuster movie uh season and uh this uh, this year doesn't seem to be any different so uh yeah so guys um let's get started on the uh on the list so steven i think you had the okay first up guardians of the galaxy right it's uh okay it's a hit it's half a billion worldwide so far uh marvel's formula is working this movie is funny action-packed got the sci-fi got the special effects got a great cast it's a it's a no-brainer you want to see a good movie this summer i don't think anybody will be disappointed and that's my take on it i agree with you steven um and it was one of the one of the first ones of the summer huh so i i it was i think it was very entertaining exactly it's it's entertaining it's light-hearted and Marvel's formula so far is working, and this one is no different. I walked out uh, very entertained. Everyone was good in it. I uh, the only thing that bothered me, in a sense, was that you had to know, you know, the backstories when they listed all the planets. That means something to the diehard Marvel fans of that series, and all the little Easter eggs. You had to know, you know, Stallone is a former Guardians. If you didn't know that, you're looking at it blankly. That's the only thing that was my concern was all these Easter eggs are strictly for diehards. But other than that, everything was great about the movie. I can't I can't say enough about it. I loved it. As much as the first one, I loved it. And also but then maybe all these Easter eggs is because it's to need to know later on. Too much information right away. People get confused, they get frustrated. So they they, they like young Londo. When I was the first time I see him, I was like, okay, young it didn't click. Then later on, when I see him put that that red fit, it goes, "Oh, Guard of the Galaxy of the comic book of, of the of the of the '80s and '90s." Then it clicked. So it's like they're trying to surprise, and a lot of, there's a lot of things that happen in the movie that never happened in the comic book, like like Eagle the Planet. It was never the uh, what's it called, Star Lord's father. So they changed a lot of things, saying, "Look, what's in the movie is not going to be anything close to the comic book." There's some resemblance, and that's it. That's why I loved it. And I paid full price, and I found it was worth it. Which most movies, I like, I looked at, get half my money back. But this one here was worth every cent. And also what's beneficial of having a movie, because because it was pretty much the movie, you can maybe argue that maybe Fate of the Furious was the starter. But this one was actually, or even those two, uh, Guardians, it, it, it kicks off the summer movie season well. And it gets people excited to go watch other movies. If those two movies would have been a massive flop, people yeah, would have been, been in he- trouble. Exactly. People would have been hesitant and they wouldn't go see the other movies that come out. I'm not saying it would affect everyone, but at least, you know, at least it starts off the season pretty well. You know? And the reason it started with a bang, because baby Groot had the, 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 the detonator. Groot, he pressed the button and exploded. That's why it started good. <laughs> That's why it started with a bang. The baby group. All right. So the next one on the list, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, for me, 
The trailers look great. This could be the movie that turns DC around and gets them up uh, to par to Marvel. Um, whether it happens, we'll have to wait and see. But so far, I love the trailers. It looks like it's going to be kind of like the Captain America, what's about World War One. Yeah. Um, so far, so good. I'm confident about it, but we'll have to wait and see. But like I said, this could be the movie that turns DC around and finally gets them um, neck and neck with Marvel. Or get, getting noticed. Yeah. In the Marvel world. Because we all know Always. Batman, Superman, was not everybody's <laughs> cup of tea. Uh, Suicide Squad, not everybody's cup of tea. It was closed, but not no but, but this, like I said, this could be the turning point. And hopefully hope, that and, and leading into Justice League will get them in gear. Let's hope that the, the trailers are not the best parts of the movie. And that's what, I hope so. And that's that's so. my concern with Wonder Woman. Yes, well, it looks great on uh, with the trailers, but let's see the movie to really judge her. Well, the thing, the thing, Wonder Woman, the trailer I did see, it's like, if you remember back uh, Captain America, the first trailer they made for Captain America number one, it was almost the same thing. It was very, like, a little bit of information, and but the Captain America, what it made amazing was the storyline. And I think Wonder Woman has, has potential to be, as, as Steven said, he's stealing my, my, my words from my brains. Exact same thing. The Wonder Woman could actually put DC on the chart. I mean, Batman did an amazing job. I can't, we're forgetting about those guys. But Wonder Woman, yeah. And uh, it looks more very well done, very realistic. I think it's going to be a, a great hit. Uh, I, I, online, though, and I think that's the concern, that it looks too much like Captain America. And in a, in a way, they're kind of very similar. They're very tightly linked together, right? Two people that are very strong. Um, you know, she has the, the lasso and the... Her, the things on her forearms that, that uh, get stopped Basically. bullets, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, you have Captain America with a shield. From, you know, it's it's the first complaint that we saw, well, I saw online of the, the first trailer that they gave Wonder Woman is that it was very close to Captain America. And I just hope that they didn't copy it too much. Because then they're going to just have, people are just going to complain just as much saying, yeah, this was already done like three years ago or four years ago or whatever. Um, but the, the the trailer does look good. The, um, they did invest quite a bit on the graphics, the CGI and and, so, and, and that. Um, it looks good. And it's just hope that the story follows. All right. All right. So Wonder Woman in the bag. Next. Bull Cup, Bad Cup 2. Um, I love the first one years ago. Um, I'm looking forward to this, whether it's going to be a global box office phenomenon. I doubt it. I think it's just going to be here in Quebec and Canada. Um, but you know what? A funny movie is a funny movie. I laughed out loud during the trailer, and that doesn't happen too often. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, it's it's pushing our own, our own province, our own country to deliver great goods. And I think this is one of them that's going to really do great box office here and make us proud. Yeah, I agree with you, Stephen. Bone uh, Cup, Back Cup, they, the actors have great chemistry together. Uh, you saw that in the uh, in the first one, and in the trailer, it seems to be the same thing. Yeah, it's like they never left. It's like they're exactly. still together. Even though it's 10 years later, yeah. they, they still have it. So I think it'll be a pretty good movie. Yeah, I agree. The only and also, what I like about good Bone Cup, Back Cup is 
they have a realistic flair. Like the, both guys, not the, you know, you look at the American movies, comedies, now that everything looks too perfect. Guys are great looking, those beautiful women. This one looks very real, like it looks very true and, re, and, and realistic in the world. And the jokes in there, like I see the trailer and certain jokes are, are, are so original. I laughed at it. So I wish that's not the best jokes they have. But I doubt it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be more funny th things coming out of that movie. Well, I think it's gonna be a good hit. Well, obviously, if the the thing is, and Stephen is right, it's one of those local hits. Yeah. Uh, domestically, it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna do well. The first movie did really, really well. This one, um, I think it's gonna do just as well as domestically. The thing about the jokes, it's it has the first one had a very <laughs> It's it's one of those things where you know Quebec French humor is a very different from English humor in the rest of Canada. It's it it it's very often one doesn't work on the other. Um, you know Quebec humor doesn't really go well in the west of Canada, and the same thing is vice versa. So the thing that was really good about the first movie, it was able to combine both to make it appealing to everyone. Not everyone's going to get the jokes for sure because there's a lot of stuff that's internal. But um, I, I think it's gonna do it's gonna do really well, and the first one was hilarious. So I, and I saw the preview for the second one, and I I did laugh as well. And so I I, I think uh, this one's gonna be a, a at least at least a pretty big hit in in in, in uh, Quebec and Canada. For well, sure. they'll make their money and more. Yeah, easily. Well, the first one was good, so they're gonna get obviously the the you know repercussions of having a good first movie. Now, if it prolongs, that will determine if people like the movie or not. Oh, I see a third one coming in. Next movie, Steven. Uh, we got Transformers The Last Night. Um, this is the second one to feature that, that has Mark Wahlberg instead of Shia LaBeouf. Does that make a difference to me? No. Uh, Michael Bay, I hate this guy as a director. <laughs> Everything has to explode. There's no, there's not one character that I like anymore. Um, How do you feel, Stephen? <laughs> um, no, it's. I think it's going to rank up there with Casablanca and whatever. It's going to be the greatest movie of all time for sure. Uh, no, all kidding aside, um, it's going to be the same thing. Uh, Michael Bay makes everything explode, and it looks great doing so. Um, I, the fights always look blurry. You never really get to enjoy the battle scenes between uh, Autobots and um, Decepticons. Uh, it seems always blurry. I, you know, you can bring Anthony Hopkins in like they did. Um, bottom line, it's going to be explosions, 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 and at the end, they're just going to sell a transformer toy. I'm I'm the um, I'm the same. I have the exact same feeling, and the the reason why I'm even more frustrated is that I used to be a big fan of the original Transformers cartoons, right? When I was a kid, um, and one of the reasons why it was so appealing is you had a connection with Optimus Prime mm -hmm. and uh, and the Autobots, and you, you really wanted to root for them to always come up on top. And Michael Bay managed to do the one thing that's almost impossible to do is devoid any attachment to any character. I have no attachment to Optimus Prime. I have no attachment to any of the characters in the movie. It's void of any chemistry. It just looks like it's a bunch of explosions everywhere and they kind of have this weak storyline in the background. Um, it just, I, I, I mean, it's, I don't know why, but it's gonna make money like every other Transformers movie that always makes money. 
but I, yeah, that's at the bottom of the list for me. If it's free, maybe on TV, I'll watch it eventually, but there's no way I'm going to go watch this at the movies for sure. You would I'm, think, I'm, you would I'm think. on the same page as you on that one. I, I, I agree with you guys. Uh, you would think that with all the, the, the comic books, with all the material they have, they would be able to come up with a, a much better storyline than what they're, they put out there. And I think it's one of the, they don't really care as long as it makes money, I think. Well, my opinion is this. You, for, you guys all forget it. It's fed for the kids. They could easily have made it dark, made it more realistic, more like Terminator kind of storyline, invasion of, of the Ultrons and all that kind of thing. But the thing is, they want to feed it to one clientele, and that's the kids, to make money. And kids, you, like you, Philip, you said before, when you were young, when you were young, that's what you, you want. You want action. You want the cars breaking and this and that. Uh, special effect and everything. Us getting older now, we're looking for a storyline. So to Transformers kind of movie, you bring like kids to there. But, and that's it. Because the crisis have made it very dark. But, but for me, exactly, let's put it this way. Will I spend my uh, Transformer regular price? No, thank you. No way. I'll go to the theater. Special day. But that's it. Because I know the storyline, it's fed for the kids. It's good, but not good enough for me. And that's all I can tell. Well, I, I, I kind of agree with that. And it's that it's for a younger crowd, a younger generation. But the thing about Michael Bay movies, they're devoid of any story. Yeah. <laughs> like it's an, it, you can put two, basically it could be a special on TLC or TBS of the hundred best explosions ever in movies. And, and 99 Michael, would be his. It's, it's basically, yeah, he's great at explosions. That's yeah, it. That's, that's what he's known for. Yeah, but even even Transformers as a kid, uh, like Phil, I fell in love with these characters. And, you know, even as a kid, I wanted to see action. The action wouldn't have meant a damn thing if I didn't give a damn about the character. I didn't want – like when Optimus Prime died in the Transformers movie, I was upset. You know, now that he dies in every single Michael Bay movie, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. Because yeah, I know he's gonna be revived. Even if he he's revived, I, even if they say he's not gonna be revived, I don't care. That's the problem. I don't. I go there looking at it, going, I don't care. I'd rather go see the Transformers movie that I saw 20 years ago. It's still not great now, but it still has a story, and I cared that Optimus Prime died. It's like I put this way, like take the example. Uh, Avengers of the Age of Ultron, then you have the Guardian of the Galaxy. They both have a lot of characters. One of them, the Guardian of the Galaxies, you get to know the characters, you, you understand each other's opinion. While the Avengers, to me, was very blah. Transform is like that. There's so much characters, but each one of them, you, you, you know it. It's a trademark to make money from kids to sell toys. And you know it's fed more for the kids than to the adults. And you can expect more out of the next one. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be new new figurines with new powers and new uh, configuration of figures. Because they want more money. And that's what it's going to be. So we agree it's a hit, but no one's going to really care about anything about it, right? Yes. Yes. It won't be a classic. It won't, it won't be a classic that you'll tell your kids about. Exactly. Well, I'll tell my kids not to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Okay, I have War for the Planet of the Apes. Yes. Now, for me, of all the reboots lately, that's the one that kicked my ass 
the first two installments I thought were phenomenal yeah. from great, creating great characters, good storyline. And you know what? Andy Serkis doing that live action movement of Caesar and everybody else who did the other apes was just breathtaking. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress how, how excited I am for this one. I hope it, this, this one is just as good as the first two because seriously, of all the reboots of late, this is the one that kicked my ass. And you know, and you know what's the best thing is that from all these movies, and we know that these are gonna make money for sure. Like Planet of the Apes is gonna make money. I hope. But from all the money, from all the movies that are out there as a franchise, this is I find it's it's a very underrated franchise, the reboot. Yeah. Um, and in some cases, in I I mean I watched the original, uh, the ones that came out in the sixties. There, there's a few movies that are good, but these ones are so well thought out and uh, you're engaged in the movie in every installment. Like this is the type of franchise that I would, when it's all said and done, I wouldn't mind doing a binge of all the movies altogether, a bit like a Lord of the Rings or, you know, I, I it's one of those movies that like, so far they've nailed it every time. Um, and I've loved it. So, and the previews for this one doesn't, don't seem to be too bad either. Um, and the premise of it is pretty good as well. So um, I think it's going to do, I don't think it's going to make the most money of all these movies coming out, but I think it's going to make a pretty decent amount. And if they continue on the same the same level of quality of, that they've done in the past, I think it's going to do really well. And it's going to, especially on rentals, it's going to do amazing as well. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised when I started watching the, the reboots because I didn't go see the first two uh, in the theater. But when I did watch them uh, at home, I was very surprised uh, of how good the storyline and everything, what you guys said there. I totally agree with you guys. And I think this one is going to do very well. It's one of the few times I found James, at least in the first movie, I found like he wasn't annoying. Yeah. Like he was actually acting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, and I was like, at the end, like I wanted him to appear in the other one. That's how much like I found that he, he acted really well in that movie. Every other movie he's in, yeah, I understand his appeal, but I not I'm not a big huge fan of his. Uh, but they managed to make me a fan of him in this movie, and that's not easy to do, <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. It's like Steven said before. Remember, we were saying Optimus Prime and the Transformer. When he dies, you have no emotional. Planet of the Apes can't stand the movie because I love it too much. The second one, the last one. <laughs> I hated, at a certain point, I hated humans. Then all of a sudden, I hated apes. And then I had to kind of emotionally cool myself down because I was getting too involved. And I go, I go to myself, go, okay, Jimmy, you're so stupid. It's just a movie. Yeah, but they, 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 I want to kill that guy. I want to kill that ape. That's how good this movie is. You get so interacted so easily. It's so well done. And you guys said it is the best, one of the best franchise remake ever. Oh yeah, uh, Planet of the Apes to me, I can, I can like if when it, when it comes up this the third, I'm watching the one and two before I go see it again with pleasure. It's the it's oh yeah, it's it's the, one of the best. All right, so consensus, I think we um, all. It's not going to be the biggest hit of the summer, but I think the fan base is there. Um, and you know it's gonna make as much as the the the, the first two installments, I, I think, pretty easily. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So next on the list. 
Next is Alien Covenant. Um, it's following the mixed reviews of Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I like about it is Ridley Scott is back as director. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only, one of the few things that's keeping me interested. Um, he's the guy who started it all. Uh, he brought it back with Prometheus. People hated it. I loved it. Um, but it still became one of the top 10 moneymakers of the summer. So there was going to be a sequel. This one seems to be a little bit more easygoing on the storyline and back to the horror base. So perhaps that will help it. Whether it's going to be the biggest movie of the summer, I doubt it. It's another one like kind of like uh, Planet of the Apes. It has its fan base. It's going to make a certain amount regardless what we say or any critic says. There's a fan base. It's there. And people are going to go see it. I think it's it's one of those movies that always tries to attain the level of the first one, and they are never able to get it. It's it they, no even even the second Aliens and the third one and whatever they it never captured the uh, the the chemistry or the, the the highlights of the first one. I think everybody always wants it to be as good as the first one, and they always want to compare it to it. But I don't think it's ever going to do, and it's a detriment to it. So I think when people go see the movie, even though it's a decent movie, they're going to say it's not great because it's not as good as the first one. Even though, and on top of that, Ridley Scott is back in this one, and if especially if it's not up to par as the first one, he's gonna they're gonna you know especially the fact that it's he's back you know. Well, look, um, even Prometheus, he was back, and people yeah. slammed it. It still did well, and I liked it because it was um, different than the other ones, and it it was a different story. Um, you can't you can't recapture the first one. It, it's been done. We you know I mean that was the one that just it took us by surprise. Nobody knew what we we're gonna get, and you're not gonna get lightning doesn't strike twice, not too often. You know I mean we got lucky with Guardians of the Galaxy and and Planet of the Apes, but how many franchises can you say that they all every installment is just as good as the first? There's not too many out there. The only um, and this out. is another case. This is another case. You have a brilliant director, good story writers, and they hit like the first two are arguably the strongest in the franchise, and it's never going to get better than that. Go for it, Dino. No, all I wanted to say is that the the only other uh, franchise I would put in the same category would be the the, the Batman reboot, the three movies. That was very well done. Yeah, and for see, sure, with, without a doubt. Look, like example, Philip was right in a sense because Alien, the first one, took everybody by surprise because we were used to seeing, seeing like cute aliens or aliens with with the uh, laser. All of a sudden, this thing uses humans as a host, and they come out of the guy's stomach, intestines going around, and they just run away like little harmless aliens, and they come like indestructible aliens. So once you see that. You know what you're getting the second and the third and the fourth. So in the past, maybe the storyline, the second and the third wasn't evolved enough. Maybe they learned. Maybe this time they learned the mistake, like Batman, as, as Dino said. If you compare the first three Batmans with uh, with those bad, these bad actors, I don't, I'm not crazy about none of them. And you compare the last three of them, it's a big dramatic change. So maybe same thing with this Alien. That might. To me, it's, it's what a question mark with Alien. I'm gonna go see it, not well, not a full price, I, a regular, you know. But I'm gonna see it to see where the direction goes because if it's exactly like Prometheus, I'll love it. And well, if it's, I, it's if it if they're trying to remake 
the original one uh, part to part, then I'm going to hate it. Well, the best comparison I can actually give it to, um, it's because back in the day, right, um, Aliens was a sci-fi horror, essentially. It was a horror movie in space. And it was original. Yes. But you can make the parallel with The Exorcist. The Exorcist made it a standard for scary movies. And once that came out, every other scary movie that came after that uh, in the same genre or type of a movie, you kind of been there, then did that type of thing where well, I've seen it before. How much more can I be scared? And I think Aliens had that same effect. The first one, everybody was thrown back at how scary it was and it was sci-fi and it was awesome. And I think that you have to look at each movie in a fresh eye and you can't keep comparing it to the original. If people look at it, as Steven said, if people look at it as its own individual movie, I think it's going to do okay. If people keep wanting to compare it to previous Alien movies, or at least the original, um, that's where it's, I think it's going to fail because I don't think well, it's ever going to live up to that standard. Well, you look, look at the fast, 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 fast. Every horror movie, the best horror movie is the first one. Then all the rest is like... Okay, seen it, did it, done it. Yeah. So, so sure. is Aliens be the same thing? Well, we're gonna find out. That's it. Let's go to the next one. Next right. one is uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Um, my thing for that that's getting me excited. It's uh, I like the director Luc Besson. He did uh, Leon the Professional, one of the best action movies of all time. Um, he did The Fifth Element. I love The Fifth Element. He's also done uh, Lucy. He's producing the Transporter movies and the Taken movies. Um, he's never had a gigantic box office hit, but he's respected in the industry and among movie fanatics such as myself and us here. Um, this is the biggest movie with from France, over 200 million to create on a French comic book that nobody knows about and a <laughs> cast that we're not really familiar with. I mean, Cara Devine is, we know her from Suicide Squad, and that was her biggest hit. Um, do they, does it have the box office clout to make it? Um, I think it's going to be a sleeper hit for that. But um, it has a lot going it for me because, I, like I said, I like Luc Besson's style. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know if it's going to be a big hit because nobody knows about this. According to America or in Canada, it's not something that's well known. I mean, I've never heard of this, this series of comic books until now. Um, and that's all I can say about it. I'm looking forward to it, but whether it's a hit, I think this one's going to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think it's one of those movies where if you don't have anything else to watch, you'll go watch that. Like, yeah. it's, it seems interesting. The cast itself doesn't look too bad. Um, yeah, you do have Ethan Hawke. Um, I don't know why Herbie Hancock is there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to do Rocket. Um, <laughs> do some breakdancing in the middle. Um, John Goodman's in there too, Rihanna. So there are a Clive Owen as well. So there are some some names in there, uh, but I think it's I haven't seen much in terms of promotion or I don't even know what the storyline is for it, for it per se. But the um, the the actual synopsis and plot seems to be interesting, and I kind of like those time traveling type of movies. So um, yeah, it's one of those things where I do agree with Stephen. I think it's going to be in the middle of the pack. And it's not, you know, I don't think it's going to do that well at the box office, to be honest. <clears throat> well, I'm probably going to go and see it because it's Luc Besson. That's why I like his movies, so I'm already sold. <laughs> okay, see, Me, so. my, let's go this way. 
movies like we have to say special effect visual effect it's getting so well done that it gets overdone that you you get used to it now this one visual it looks incredible amazing it's the storyline for me it's gonna be like another guard of the galaxy to me low key will it make it a hit or not we don't know but i'm gonna go see it but with hesitation it's like is it going to be only like emphasizing mostly on visual or is it going to be a great storyline or is it going to be like very tacky in a sense it's fed for the teenager era and all that. So that's it. It doesn't really thrill me a hundred percent to go see that movie unless I have no choice. And that's it for me. Okay. Um, next Spider-Man homecoming. Um, finally, Marvel has gotten the rights or shared the rights for Spider-Man. Um, you know, what am I going to say? Marvel is on a roll. Um, this looks no different. Um, it looks fun. It looks entertaining. You got Robert Downey Jr. in there, and you got Michael Keaton playing Vulture. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think those are the grabbers for me. Um, again, uh, it's just Marvel right now. They can do no wrong. And I, I see this, the, the Marvel train just keep going, making hit, 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 hit. And this is no different. I love the guy who plays Spider-Man now. And I think this is going to be huge no matter what. Even though we've had so many Spider-Man reboots, this is just, I think, the one that's going to resonate a lot more with fans than the last couple. Yeah, and that's where I dis- I kind of disagree. I've kind of got Spider-Man fatigue. Um, it was great when he was in the, event, uh, in the movie uh, as a minor role. Um, but to have another full-blown spider-man movie where i really hope they don't go into his original his origin story because to be honest uh, uncle ben he like he can die he's been dead he's been told like (laughs) seventeen thousand times and maybe it's part of the parts of the caribbean right it's part of marvel and disney they just bring him back yeah but it's it's one of those things where I'm, i'm not i i'm really not it, and it it looks I I will admit that it does look good, but I I just can't get myself to go watch another Spider-Man movie. The original one with uh, Tobey Maguire, the first two were good. They yeah. uh, they they really missed the boat on the third one. Agreed. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, with Venom, they could have done something so much better, and they kind of dropped the ball on that. Then they rebooted it again with the first. You know, and usually before reboots used to take like thirty years before yeah. something was getting rebooted. Now they're getting rebooted every five years. Yeah. Now, at one point, there's unless it's digging into a story that no, not too many people have any you know knowledge about. Um, I, I'm not. I, I don't know. I, I I'm hoping it's going to make money for sure. That's guaranteed, uh, and because it's Marvel. Again, they're going to make money. For me, I'm not sold on it, though. I don't think I'm going to go see it at the movies. I'll wait for it to come out on video. And um, that's it. That's my take. I agree with Philip that they you know, they could have waited a little longer before rebooting it. Uh, I mean, rebooting it every uh, four or five years, it's a little too much, I think. However, I'm a Spider-Man fan, so I'm I'm going to go and see it. That's for sure. Here's the thing. They're not rebooting Spider-Man in a sense because if you look at Marvel, they did. They didn't reboot how... They rebooted 
Spider-Man, they didn't go back to the origin, how he got created, and everything, because they got smart. They, they know that people are fed up of seeing a letter, like you said, his Uncle Ben getting killed again, and this, and how, he, how the spider stung him, how he got his power. So they went straight him from being into the Avengers. No, it was Captain America, sorry, Civil War, right? Yeah, Civil War, correct. Yeah, yeah. Civil War. And, and right now, I see, and you look at Spider-Man, it's right away into, he's fighting the Vulture, and there's nothing to do but not but his origin. I hope so, because I see more of the trailer. So yeah, and I agree with Philip. If if I go in there and they start talking about his origin, how he got his power, I'm gonna try to get a gun and shoot my brains out because then 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 it'll be really over exaggerated. <laughs> but it has potential. Like if Marvel is smart enough, they know people are fed up of, of his origin. Like or or Uncle Ben is young or he's old or Aunt May is a sexy uh, aunt or an ugly old aunt. Enough is enough. Just just go to the action part. Well, you they do have to. You do smart. have to admit, though, she is a lot hotter than all the other ones. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> she she got my spider senses tingling. That's for sure. I don't say no more. Who's your mama? Like, who's your aunt? Who's your aunt? Oh, but I do agree though that in in, in um, Captain America though, it was the it was the perfect cameo. Yeah. And and that's and that's where. Um, I know. I know. I'm going to go a bit on a tangent, but just give me a few minutes. Um, sure. This is where Marvel succeeds and DC fails. If you look at the two movies that were multicasted in terms of characters, and if you look at the way Superman versus Batman was uh, was done, and you look at the way Captain America: Civil War was, it's right? about bad dialogue. No, regardless of that, regardless of bad dialogue, regardless the DC version, the DC universe, it felt super rushed. It felt as if every scene was like a race against time to try and get you to understand who, where they're coming from. Whereas uh, Marvel, even though there were so many more characters, you don't feel overwhelmed by the number of characters there were. Yes, there were a lot of characters, but it, they just gave enough information for you to be informed but to be entertained as well and to kind of know where their, their powers come in. And that's, that's the part that DC movies don't have. They seem to miss that little one thing to just make the movie a little bit better. It's not just, you can't just story. You can't just tell the story. Uh, you have to build it, you know, in a bit, no matter how minute it is, you have to build a bit the character. And with Spider-Man, they did the exact, it was the perfect thing. You know, it was just that little five, ten minute scene with the ant and him in his room and whatever and, and Iron Man going to see him, Tony Stark. It was perfect. So, um, yeah, that's it. So I I, I think they're going to do a good job of, of the movie itself. But, yeah, I think we should. It's called cre creative team. They've got an amazing creative team, Marvel. I mean, in the beginning, I was I didn't want to hear I didn't want to see or hear another Spider-Man. But this looks good. Um, I think what Marvel does differently, like Philip said, they take the time to build a character. And like they had all these individual movies of Thor, Captain America, uh, Iron, Man, Iron Man, you name it. They've built it up slowly to get it to the point where it is where you're, you feel part of the building process of this universe. And I think DC just took, especially with Batman and Superman, took every good idea that DC had in the last 30 years and threw it in there. You know, Batman looks cool in armor, put it in. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Doomsday was cool, put him in. 
Um, you know, what do we need? Uh, we need a woman in there that's strong. Get one woman, throw her in. It's just everything but the kitchen and the kitchen sink when that movie. Well, Marvel took their time and did it right. Um, and that's all I can say. But this is Spider-Man looks it looks fun. Whether it's my top priority. No, but it is fun. And I'll probably catch it one day for sure. Sorry for cutting it short. Um, this was uh, wasn't meant to be a two parter, but it ended up we ended up talking longer than we, we expected. So this is part one. Uh, hope that you guys liked it for the first uh, ever episode. Um, part two will be next week. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, if you want to let us know if uh, if you like the show or not, we appreciate the feedback. You can let us know uh, via email at allaroundtable at gmail.com. Uh, you can like us on Facebook um, for uh, at aroundtable.ca. You can also let us follow us on Twitter at aroundtable.ca with two R's, so A-R-R. Um, and uh, also, don't forget, we have our reviews, our weekly reviews, uh, movies, comics, movies. Um, uh, video games and uh, music um, every week. So aroundtable.ca. All right, guys. Part two next week. Stay tuned. Ciao.